Welcome to the Christian O'Connell Show podcast. Patsy genuinely has an amazing story that she's actually grateful about, despite all the pain we found out about this morning about kidney stones. You wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for a kidney stone, Patsy. No, kidney stone saved my life. So, what was it, six, seven years ago, I had what I thought was a kidney infection and um, I was here at work and I just read my eight o'clock bulletin, went to the bathroom and really was unwell and rang my doctor and said, oh, I think I've got an infection. He said, come in. He said, oh, yeah, you've got a kidney infection. I'll put you on some antibiotics. Anyway, it didn't get better. And um, a couple of days later, I went back to him. There was a few other signs and um, he said, look, let's just do a scan. I think you've got a kidney stone. And... I said to him, my brother had had, my eldest brother had had kidney cancer 12 months before and it can run among siblings, but there was no reason for alarm. Yeah. Um, so I said to our GP, we've got a wonderful family GP in the West. I said, oh, I probably should mention that my brother had, you know, kidney cancer a year ago. And he said, oh, I'm sure, I'm sure it's nothing that, you know, that bad. If there's anything there on the scan, we'll see it. Well, lo and behold... I had the scan and yes, I had a kidney stone. I had about a seven mil kidney stone in my left kidney, but I also had a tumour right in the middle of it. So it was a bit of a shock, but, um, you know, when you hear the C word, it's like, it's terror. I can only it imagine, Pat. It's yeah. terror. It's what all of us fear, isn't yeah. it? That's the horrible thing about cancer. We all know what it can do. And so, yeah, we all dread that. Yeah. That and shadow was, or an x-ray or yeah, waking right. up one morning with a pain under your armpit. Yeah, you, you hear all those stories. And this is the thing with kidney cancer. It's it's good for me to talk about it because it's good for awareness. It, it often doesn't have symptoms until it's in its very, very last stages and it's probably a little too late to do something. So you really were lucky. If you hadn't got the kidney stone, you wouldn't have gone and got I checked out. You know what? I could be walking around today. Well, I probably wouldn't have been walking around today, but I definitely would have been walking around absolutely un knowns that mm. I had the tumour. So I consider myself, you know, when I say I'm the luckiest woman in the world, I really am because if it was, I've got that to thank for being here. And yeah, um, yeah but how's that? Thinking that you've got a kidney stone and then you come out with another diagnosis as well. And you know what I felt? It's really weird to describe because I felt this, I know this sounds strange, but when our GP told us, I felt this weird sense of, of elation, which I know that sounds weird because we didn't know how diet, you know, what the prognosis even at that point was. But I think I did feel grateful that I knew even at that moment when I was still in his office that I felt like I dodged a bullet in a way. Yeah. Um, even though I had some hurdles to sort of leap through. But a lot of the kidney cancers are found through incidental finds like that with scans. So get your checks if you. Th- you know, if you feel something's not quite right. It's an amazing story, Patsy, right? You've told us, we've spoken before about your kidney mm. cancer. I didn't know it came via an accidental sort yeah. of examination yeah. for, for, for the, uh, the stones. Yep. That is amazing. I'd love to know, I always think stories like this, what well, you're grateful for, you don't know what you're grateful for. Sometimes in life, like we're just 20 minutes hearing about the utter living hell of having something like a kidney stone, but then Patsy actually spinning it around and saying, I'm actually grateful for mine because without mine, who knows? If there's anyone else, you do hear these amazing stories where people say, like Patsy did, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for... Sometimes it's a good Samaritan, those little bit of life-saving skills that save your life or whatever was that thing that somehow maybe invisible help or angel, who knows what you want to believe in. But people do have these stories. If you've got one like Patsy where you're grateful for something that if it didn't happen, you wouldn't be here today. I'd love to hear them. 
right or no? You're listening to the Christian O'Connell Show podcast. Julie, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, Julie. So, uh, I'd love to hear your story. What are you grateful for? What happened? What what saved your life? Okay, so 30 years ago, I was on a houseboat in Lake Eildon. My girlfriend and I decided to sunbake on the houseboat, but we've got two tubes, tied them to rope, and sunbake sort of out in the lake from the houseboat. Next thing you know, the driver of the boat decides to move ship and start the engine. Of course, these two tubes snapped as soon as the houseboat took off. The tubes took off into the air, flying, and the next thing you know, we were like in the middle of Lake Eildon, struggling, and we started to swim towards this houseboat, but every time I looked up, the houseboat was further away. Oh, and, of course, the speedboat had gone in for petrol. So my girlfriend was a strong swimmer, and I wasn't. And I kept going, kept going, and then I could feel myself going. And I was like, no, I'm, just leave me. You keep going. And she's like, no, I'm not leaving you. And I started to push, you know, when they say take what. I started to drag her down, yeah. so she pushed me off. It was real, like a drowning experience. Yeah. And a guy, they yelled, Annie yelled out to a, to a house, but Julie's going to drown like she's struggling. And a guy called, and I will say his name, Gilbert Wanganine from Machuca, he jumped into the, uh, into the lake and swam towards me and brought me back. And to this day, um, Gilbert and I are friends, and I will... But yeah, I owe him my life. And that's 30 because, years ago? Yes. What a story. Yeah, I, I know. Tell me about it. God, I mean, I, literally, uh, I never, in the, you've, you've had us all, me yeah. and Jack, literally jaws on the floor. What a story. Yeah. I mean, you were right near the edge of your life. 100%. And I tell you, the moral is I never learnt how to swim. I'm 54. I never learnt how to swim Yeah. Um, as a child. And um, it made me, yeah, look differently. And I took my son, of course, to swimming lessons. Well and, yeah, it was it was quite an experience. I'm actually sitting up now. Sorry. I bet. Well, the trauma yeah. of it yeah. will still be in you, won't it, Julie? Yeah. Oh, if anyone ever asks me, you know, have you had a near-death experience or anything like that, like, I think of that, you know, we sort of laugh about it now 30 mm. years on, but it, it wasn't a laugh at the time. Yeah. It's uh, so, unbelievable. Yeah. You, 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 yeah. What an amazing story. Incredible. Thank you. And you're Thank right. You. You're, you're a survivor. You got through it. But I'm telling you now, you really took us there. That That is a huge lake. And you're right. So if you're not, even if you're a strong swimmer, um, yeah. it's a long oh. way to try. And then once that fear kicks in and that, and you, you, you can't breathe, yeah. and then it affects your muscles, and you, you get yeah. tingly, that is a That's really scary place to be for you and your friend. Yeah. yeah. Um, thank God for Gilbert. That's all I can say. Yeah, he unbelievable. Got- it makes me want to learn how to become a stronger swimmer as well, just in case you have to try and yeah. save somebody, let alone yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Now, you are you all right, me. Julie? Because obviously when you yeah. open some of that up, it's really still alive in you. It's an unbelievable experience and story. Yeah, I'm fine. Thank you so much. Thank oh. you. Thank you. I can't believe the first story we go to is this one. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Julie, I hope you are okay. Thank you very much yep. for uh, for I'm giving good. us a call and sharing it. Do you know what? I bet there'll be people listening to this actually think, do you know what? I know I could be a better swimmer. It's never too late at any age to go and have lessons. No, definitely not. Definitely. All right, Julie. I hope you're okay. Thank, Thank you very you. much for giving yep. us a call. I'm good. Thank you. The Christian O'Connell Show Podcast.
Thank you very much to uh, Julie for uh, sharing such a moment in her life. Jack and I were just still pulling it apart actually during that song. It's unbelievable. Her, the friend. I just have to say to someone, no, you go on. Yeah. Mm. How do you, how do you, can you imagine you have to say those words? And being a friend and somebody yeah. who can't swim is try, is grabbing onto you to save their own life and you're going to yeah. drown us both if you don't let go is a really difficult situation. Yeah. Julie, thank you very much for giving us a call and everyone who's calling in right now to share these stories like Patsy did just before seven o'clock. I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for. Good morning, Elizabeth. Hi, good morning, Christian. How are you? I'm good, Elizabeth. So what is your story like? Julie's, like Patsy's, all these incredible stories this morning. What's yours, mate? Well, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for an earache. Um, they found three brain aneurysms from an earache, and it was unrelated to the um, aneurysms. I went to the doctors for an earache. She had a look, and um, she said there was nothing there, so she sent me off to an audiologist. The audiologist said, your ears are clear. So the GP said, I'll send you off for an MRI. And when they did the MRI, they found uh, one aneurysm. Um, then I went up to the specialist at the Alfred and they did a cerebral, cerebral angiogram and they found another two. So. Wow. Last year in August, I had the first surgery and then I had the second surgery April this year, um, just before Easter. And, and they is... removed the other two. And that is incredible. What a thorough GP you've got as well, because most of them, they're so busy and overstressed and overworked. They've done a yeah. the couple of checks and they go, it'll probably clear itself up yourself. Well, that amazing that they made and got you uh, checked out properly. When you say surgery, right, Liz, I hope you don't mind me asking, how do they do that? What do they do? Um, they they remove a section of the skull and they um, clip it and then they use titan like they use titanium clip to clip the aneurysm and then they use titanium bolts to attach the piece of skull back to your head. Amazing. And are you you're not conscious during this? No, no. Stupid question. No. That, that was a stupid question. Like, yeah, you might take a couple of Panadol. <laughs> Get, a titanium. Get a titanium. Deal or no deals on the TV. Look out the window. Look out the window. <laughs> First bolt in. Well, the funny thing is... There's a lolly you. for you if you don't cry when the titanium screws go in, Elizabeth. The funny thing is the only thing that you get afterwards is Panadol. You're on Panadol for the pain, oh. for the headaches and things, yeah. Wow, so, so have you got amazing. titanium in your head? Yeah, I've got I've got titanium bling in my brain. Wow, wait, <laughs> that's the greatest rap song never recorded. <laughs> <laughs> so when you go through airport scanners, do you have to let them know I've got a titanium no. head? No, what they don't. Headbox? They don't affect. <laughs> they don't affect the scanners. Wow, wait, that is amazing. I love that. That's great, yeah. Elizabeth. But another you, fantastic story. Do you know what, though, with the earache, I, they sent me off to a specialist, ear specialist at Monash and he had a look and he said, there's a big lump of wax in there. And he got out the wax and my ear was fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's put a titanium ear in there now. You've got a taste for it, Elizabeth. <laughs> All right, Elizabeth, thank you very much for sharing your amazing story with us. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. <laughs> the Christian O'Connell Show podcast.